what you found yourself using the names or the ideas of Hussein Bolt, uh, Mandela, Obama, Richard Branson, Michael Jordan, I don't know, anybody that, that is famous and popular and, and I, you can see them on the, on the newspaper, they're constantly there, they're telling you the success stories of Steve Jobs and all those people, Warren Buffett, whatever, is like, wow, these are amazing and, and we aim to look at them for inspiration and say, wow, it'd be great if my kid could pick up on what this person symbolizes for us. Yeah, uh, so uh, it, that's great, and I'm not going to say anything against it, but what I'm going to say is that there's somebody that can be a massive, massively better source of inspiration for your kids. Somebody that you haven't thought about, somebody that you have not talked much about to your kids, and that it could really, really help them build the resilience, the drive, the determination, feeling, understanding that they have it. And that somebody is closer to you than you think. So, you know, my, um, not my definition of resilience because I nick it from the website, but it's the one that I like, is resilient is the ability to recover quickly from setbacks, from difficulties. It's the ability to not give up and continue doing it. It's the ability to bounce back. And uh, again, this is something that is, we, we need it all the time. Yeah? And if you think about your own personal life, and definitely I think about mine, we know that there's been a lot of moments that without realizing, without uh, knowing that we were doing it, we've done it. So somehow, I, I could probably bet that you have loads of resilience. I definitely have learned that I have loads of resilience, much more than I ever thought. Uh, uh, but how many times are we talking to our kids about that? Oh, it's not important, it's only me. Oh, I just looked for another job. Oh, that... And we just dismissed everything that we do. But we expect them to just be inspired from superheroes that live 6,000 miles away and they will never meet. Yeah? Or that they can only see through a screen. And we're here and we're not giving them that opportunity to learn from us. Why? Are we ashamed? Well, let me tell you, you are the best source of resilience for your kid. So I wanted to share with you, um, part of my learning is, is constant learn. Part of my process and my job and what I thrive is learning. And one source is, is books. And uh, I, I read a lot of books about my work, about different things. And I see what, what is that I can learn from it. And today I want to share with you this one. It's called The Secret of Happy Families by Bruce Fehler. And um, I, I'm going to be totally honest with this, yeah? It's not my style of book, and I'm not going to go into why. However, it's a book that I read from beginning to end, and it's a book that prompts quite a lot of thoughts. So, um, and, and the thought that I want to share with you comes from this book. And I've done a bit more research after I read it here, so it's really useful. And if you want to read it, I could encourage you to read it. But I'm going to give you one snippet of what is in this book about resilience that I want to share with you. So in this book, um, the author talks about the do you know a scale and I don't know if you know about this scale but it was done by Marshall and Robin in 2001. Basically what the, the hypothesis that they had is that the more that you know about your family uh, the, uh, there might be a direct correlation with the resilience that you saw. Uh, so 
what happens is uh, they did, they had a, a 20 questions and they asked a number of kids about how much did they know about the grandpa, the auntie, uh, I don't know all the questions, yeah, but they were all family related, very, very close. And they created a scale. How much did these kids know? Now, unfortunately, a few months after this, 9-11 uh, happened in New York. And this research that they did originally was in New York. So they thought about saying, okay, what's happening? How are the kids that we interview for the Did You Know scale, how are they coping with the aftermath of this event? And what they found is that those kids that knew more, or that they scored higher on the Do You Know scale, they saw a higher degree of resilience. Now, that somehow kind of threw me away. So, wow, why? What's happening? And, and as far as I know, the research that I've done is they're not clear. Nobody's clear, okay? But what we know and what the hypothesis that they have is that actually, when I know that my grandpa came here with no money or that my um, uncle was um, laid off and he eventually found another job or that my brother struggled to go through his exam, but you know what? He put hard work and managed to make it or that he chose not to go to university and now he's having a great job and he's succeeding. Those are examples that are very close to me. And there's a meta message, a kind of a bigger message here. It's a, well, if my brother can do it, if my mom can do it, if my grandpa could do it, maybe I can do it. And that is really, really important to build in that resilience. So if we start with the idea, and I think is um, again, I, I think that they, they, in all fairness, I think that they haven't done as much of these ideas as I would like. I think it's beautiful and fantastic idea. But if we follow this idea that says, actually, the more you know about your heritage, your roots, your ideas, the more that you can use that as a, as a platform for your growth. Yeah. Again, we have to be careful not to use those stories to limit them but as a platform for growth. Uh, but following on this idea, what, how can we go about doing it? What is that we can do to use this very, very simple idea to support our kids' resilience? So let's just start with one thing. You are doing fine. You are an example of resilience. You are an example of confidence. You are an example of bouncing back. I am 49 years old, and I had many situations in which I had to bounce back. And why would I, I stop? I limit my kids from learning that. Yes, okay, I'm not, I'm not especially proud that I was made redundant, but I'm very proud that I found other jobs. I'm very proud of the career that I made. I'm very proud of the family that we are creating. It's not about being superhuman. It's not about being who's involved. It's about saying, you know what? You can do this. I could do it. You can do it as well. So you are fine. And start taking a stock of your own greatness. And don't worry about hiding it. Show it. Be proud of it. If it's not for you, it's for your kids. Second, just kind of find the moments. I, I find dinner time is, is perfect for these things. Sometimes we share things that we, uh, we do or things that we don't know. Or we tell a story. Sometimes my wife tells stories of me. Sometimes I tell stories of her. That's okay. Tell a story. Tell them what happened in high school. What did you struggle with? What did you do? Tell them about what happened with your boss last week and how did you resolve it? Tell them about what make your 
parents successful or create a good family, a decent family, a hardworking family. Share those everyday stories that everyday stories is what makes these communities. So be proud of those because those are the real success stories. The other ones, the Rafael Nadal's, the uh, Sergio Ramos, the Hussein Bolt, they are exceptions and that's great and I, I think they are amazing. But do not underestimate the power of you, your community and your roots for that. So be proud and share those. So um, probably the best way uh, is to, to demonstrate how I go about this and give you a few examples that I have shared with my daughters. And uh, I have to say, some of them, they, they still make fun of me, but it doesn't matter because I know that the message is there. So let me give you a few examples. Um, my daughters know that when I was growing up, when I was a teenager, I wasn't very popular with girls. I'm sorry, I, sorry, let me reward that. I was very popular with girls as friends, um, but I don't think I had any girlfriend until I was 17, I believe. Uh, you know what? That's okay. I'm married to a beautiful lady. I have two fantastic girls and everything worked out okay. I didn't need to have all those girlfriends. I didn't need to have that popularity to have a good success story for my family now. Um, another one that my daughters know very well is I wasn't a very good student. I, uh, I wasn't bad, but I wasn't very good and I clearly wasn't very proud of myself. Um, and you know what? That's okay. I got to my university degree, I got into my career in marketing and commercial management and I'm doing well for myself. That's okay. Yeah? You don't have to be number one. It's about moving forward. So that's perfectly okay. Let me tell you another one that I say, and, and for me, is this is one of those things that made me think, actually, probably I'm more resilient than I thought. And it's like when I was first made redundant after having a very good career in the corporate world, I was made redundant. I wasn't expecting it. And it took me just under a year to find a job. Uh, and it was a very, very difficult year, but I found a job. And doing that, yeah, I kept going, kept going, kept going, kept sending more CVs, having more interviews, trying to learn better about what to do, how to do it better. And eventually I found that like, things happen. I had three uh, offers on my table on the same week. I chose one of them and I'm so happy I did. And that my career just kind of took off from there. So yes, I was made, made redundant. And you know what? The reality of this life is that most people will be made redundant sooner or later. It's about what you do with it. So my daughters know about this and my daughters know it's not about being made redundant, it's what happens afterwards. Another one I always say is, you know what, I was rubbish at football. I was really, really bad. Now in Spain, if you cannot play football in the playground, you, you, you the odd one out, okay? Uh, even if you cannot play, you have to pretend that you can play. Now, I have to be honest, I didn't like it, I didn't enjoy it, I wasn't good at it. I wasn't very sporty at it. Um, but you know what now? I found my sport and I do my sports and I run and I do um, uh, insanity work and I've run five half marathons and I'm very proud of that and I'm very proud of looking after myself and keeping active. So these are all small things and you could ignore all of them but I choose not to because with every story I tell my daughters I am sending them a message. If I could do this, imagine what you can do. If I could overcome this situation, just imagine what you can do. Just believe in yourself, carry on. But I'm not telling them to believe in themselves. 
I'm demonstrating them. I'm sharing it with them. So don't do what I say. Just listen. And uh, I find this, again, this book is fantastic. It has loads of ideas, The Secret of Happy Families. But I wanted to share this with you because we forget that many times we are our kids' number one hero. And let's just take the role. Just share, share with them. Tell them what it makes you special because you've got loads of, of uh, stories, loads of success already. So be proud, share, and let them learn. Thank you very much. This is what I wanted to share with you today. Again, agree, disagree, challenge us, contact us, whatever you want, just put a message uh, underneath. That's perfectly fine. Uh, contact us, you know, our website, helpingkids.co.uk or Facebook. And just um, if you have any question, any challenge, let us know. We'll be more than happy to do our best to, to answer you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye.